need to put a question mark here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to send. In- okay. Indicating that you're asking something. Yeah, yeah, it's to make yeah. it an interrogative. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Sometimes, sometimes I'll mean to ask a question via text. Um, but what I type out isn't a question. And so sometimes I'll just put a question mark at the end and hope that people get it. It seems to work out most of the time, but... Yeah. You know. Well, if it works how, out, I guess. Yeah. How formal am I supposed to be in text? I know I'm not supposed to, like, sign my name at the end every time, but... I don't know, though. See, is that... I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a hard and fast rule, because what if you did that Yeah. and you came off as, like, a real classy dude? It could be real classy. I, I mean, you know, I try to use... Um, punctuation to the best of my abilities That's, um, yeah, I appreciate it <laughs> but I, I, I also hear that that comes off rude in text sometimes like if you put like this you know period I, people who think like, that punctuation no people who think that punctuation is rude are stupid and it's, it's <laughs> I think it's fine to offend them I think maybe you should even okay. go out of your way to do it alright <laughs> it's rude that you put a period to indicate that this was the end of a sentence and you were starting a yeah. new thought no, no, get fucked. <laughs> also, why I, are you why yeah. are you texting like teens? That's like a teenager thing. <laughs> well, I, I I text when appropriate, whether they're teenagers or not. I don't have I texted a teenager in the last. No, it super sounds like years. you did. It super sounds like you do because you just defended yourself doing it. So. Yeah, but I, I get defensive real easy. I, <laughs> I I then have to figure out whether or not I've done something. <laughs> Right. Um, is no okay. Maybe maybe my nieces or nephews. Mm, in the okay. last few years, I've texted them. Yeah, nice dodge. Yeah. I don't. Like, you and know. I don't know anything. I've avoided learning anything about your family, so I don't yeah. know how old they are. So I yeah, can't I've got, attack you for that either. So I got plenty plenty of nieces and nephews. Yeah. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. They they started they 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 stopped texting as much when they got to be teenagers because, you know, then they got like friends and stuff and that you know yeah. too cool yeah for for uncle jeff to be typing out full sentences yeah well he yeah, yeah. I, I hear you you get pretty rude in text <laughs> putting punctuation in too so yeah yeah i mean i have i have uh, uh up, to, up to my uh, uh, emoji game when i'm when i'm typing to to indicate my emotions but i don't you know. i mean I, this it feels like this is going to be just the whole podcast is Two men who are <laughs> acting much older than really they yeah. are, but mm-hmm. I don't really get emojis, and I don't. None of my emotions map to yeah. the faces. Mm-hmm. And I well, I, there's yeah. No, I know there's like a blank face that's just like yeah. I don't feel anything about this subject, but yeah. Well, I use I use the embarrassment and the shame one a lot. Um, laughing, you know, things like that. I don't feel any of those. Yeah. But embarrassment and shame are probably, probably in my top. You know the ha- the hand on the face. You I, know, I don't. There's, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking. I had my text thing up. I was yeah. texting at the beginning. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see. There, there's a guy with like both his hands in the air at his side, like not like straight up, but like I don't know. I use that one a lot. Now you're on. You have mm. an Apple phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I they, don't. They, they call those iPhones. Yeah. You have an iPhone. Well, I would yep. call it a your phone because I don't have one. You um, don't have it. Yeah. Just a little grammar humor for you. We did some punctuation <laughs> bits earlier. <laughs> <laughs> just real heavy hitting stuff, you know. Give yeah. people what they want. 
Give them what I, they want. I don't see. I see the only person I see with the hand on. The, so there's two. Mm. There's one that's doing a shushing motion, which I hope you're not texting to teens. There's one with yeah. his hand over his mouth, but like blushing and with the arched eyes, which I think is laughing. Mm-hmm. And then there's Maybe. one yawning. Okay. It's it's going to be tricky, right? Because there is a, a Unicode thing to decide what emojis get made. Mm-hmm. And then all, all, of, all of them adopt it, right? Yeah. But they each get to draw their own. Yeah, they're not identical. You don't need <laughs> right. to tell me about Unicode. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah, so what, so what the people uh, Google hires to, I'm sorry, Alphabet hires to say, oh, draw someone who's embarrassed, but make it like real small. So if it's a <laughs> thing, it's probably going to be way different, you know? So we, we could talk all day. But none of those emojis... I mean, match your emotions, which your emotions, which is you know that's fine. I've never been confused by one of your texts. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I sometimes will jokingly use em- emojis, yeah. but I'm not. I think I might yeah. start using this yawning one much more. Like this yeah, you, conversation you bores me. Yeah, it, it really helps. I find, um, and I don't know if your emotion, any one of your emotions in a text would change how I'd respond to you in a text. Yeah, like you know, yeah. the emotions range from like I'm bored by this, <laughs> yeah. don't care about this, I'm a little yeah. bit drunk, or let's mm-hmm. make fun of this person. Yeah, because all I have to do is put myself out there a little bit more uh, if I if I'm not quite sure what you're thinking, and then you just immediately tell me exactly what you're thinking. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't play so. games, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's freeing and terrifying sometimes, but it's great. It's great. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have I done any anything else embarrassing via text that I can think of? Oh, this this one's just a big tongue. I don't like that at all. <laughs> you don't like a big tongue? No. You could get so good at emojis that you could just just be responding with emojis. Yeah, you know? with the yawning face. Your conversation. <laughs> what, what you've texted me is boring. <laughs> Boom, done. Yeah. And you know, I, I text back a lot, of, a lot of gifs as well. Is it gifs or gifs? How do you say it? Uh, I don't. It's an internet word. <laughs> I say Harry Potter moving pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send a lot of those. Um, you know, and and I, I think people sometimes think it's to end a conversation, but it's literally just like I'm literally just being like, I'm here. I'm having a reaction. But I have nothing to say. Please continue. You know. Yeah. But I think some people think I'm just ending it with like, a, just a Harry Potter moving picture done. Yeah. I do a conversation lot of, over. Yeah. I do a lot of Lord of the Rings ones, but Ooh. that's just because a lot of my texts revolve around <laughs> Lord of the Rings adjacent <laughs> things. And if they yeah. don't, if they don't, I usually I just don't respond. But I guess from now on, people will be getting the yawning emoji. So. <laughs> If only we could get Gimli yawning. I'm sure there's a hobbit somewhere yawning. Yeah, I bet Merry or Pippin in one of the going to sleep scenes. Especially in the extended edition. They have all the stuff with like the extended scenes. When when they're up in that like first like tower thing ruining before the ring wraiths come. Um, I bet they get a little tired. No, I don't think so. No. No, Frodo goes to sleep. Frodo goes to sleep, but the others the stay other up to make sleep. food. No, they make no. That's, this is integral to the scene. They they mm. set a little fire to make dinner, and Frodo wakes up and he's oh, like, "Oh yeah, shit, right the ring rates are gonna see," and then they do. Mm. 
It's like you haven't You're seen right. the movie. It's You're right. it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Embarrassing for Cause you because they're. I mean, yeah, they're not good hunters. I would assume, but they're they want at least two breakfasts. Um, I assume lunch, dinner yeah. after dinner. They eat a lot. I I, I don't I don't remember. I don't, you're they saying throw the something hobbits, into a mountain. The hobbits aren't good hunters. <laughs> they 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 seem more like an agricultural um, nation to me. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, I'm sure they could trap like a rabbit or something. I don't I don't I don't think they're hunting big game. You know. Uh, yeah, I guess. I'm lo- sorry. I'm looking at. Uh, Harry Potter moving pictures mm-hmm. to see if there's one I can text you of. Okay. <laughs> well, what was the name of the bread that... Um, Lembus bread? Yeah, Lembus bread. They didn't bring it. That was given to them by the elves? God, you oh. gotta rewatch those movies. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, welcome to Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean, because in the extended edition, there's the scene when they're leaving... Um, Lothlorien mm-hmm. and they someone is talking to them about Lembus bread and then Mary's like okay. how many did you eat and it's like oh I've already had four because the Lembus bread is supposed to be able to like feed a full grown man for a day oh okay and they're, but it's they're like, going they're so yeah they eat so much because okay. they're hobbits are they are they denser than than other beings? Is that how they can eat so much? The, if you're asking about the physics of the Lord yeah. of the Rings, I don't think that's going to match up to anything. Oh, okay, all right. You're familiar with, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am. A <laughs> no, go ahead. No, please. I I am slightly embarrassed because the last version of those movies I watched was the extended versions. Yeah, that's a lot of time to put into something to to, to flub up this much about it. You know, that's that's all right. Did you did you find a Harry Potter moving picture that was uh, no to your liking? Nope, never sent one. Okay, <laughs> we got to do the we got to do the podcast now, right? We got to do the podcast. Yeah, we're doing the podcast. We do three things. Um, there's a third thing that happens at the end. The, the middle thing is is usually about movies. The first things about animals. Well, now it's time to get online through our internet service provider. It'll be cool. Here we go. This year it is the year of the snake so far. Oh, yeah. It. Forgot yeah. about that. It's all right. It's been a while. Um, do, you, do you know anything about the green anaconda? I don't. Mm. Mm. I really don't know anything about snakes in general. Well, wait, wait till the end of this year. You're going to be like an expert. I forget most of what we talk about as soon as the podcast recording is over. So, <laughs> yeah, probably I won't. <laughs> you know, I've learned things. I mean, <laughs> I'll take take them with me to my grave. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Not as like secrets, though. <laughs> Just learned things that. Yeah, everybody's learned things that. So it looks yeah. like the green anaconda is the heaviest and one of the longest known extant snake species. Yeah, yeah. Cause I and I I realized we'd been doing like a lot of tiny snakes. Yeah, and I thought let's do a, let's do a big snake. You know, yeah. let's get a big boy in here. Yeah, they've been. Uh, they've been, it's said that they're man eaters. 
Um, there are reports of it, but it's never been verified. But they, they apparently take down stronger prey than humans. Um, so they definitely could eat us. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think all snakes are dangerous. <laughs> it's just best not to tangle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, they're not venomous, so they're, you know, they're definitely going to just, like, bite you and then wrap around and just strangle you and, or crush you to death. I mean, would you rather go that way or would you rather have, like, a neurotoxin just injected into your foot? That's a great question. I don't know. That's a good would you rather. <laughs> um, I don't know, because getting constricted would be like being hugged to death. So yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you, have, you have more time to fight it, but you'll have more time to think about how you can't get yeah. out of it and what a failure you are. And if you'd only worked out one one time in your life, maybe you would have would have done this. Yeah. Start thinking about other decisions, you know? You made know. that that led to this point. I wouldn't worry about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't really. I don't think I'd be that upset by it. <laughs> well, I do think maybe the toxin might be faster. Sometimes, yeah. So probably that. Whatever's fastest, I guess. <laughs> or to get get it over with, you know? Because I think this one still bites you to kind of like grab onto you at first, and then you're still getting like bit. It's a matter of what happens after. Yeah, it crushes Dang. you because it's like one big muscle. Yeah. It's the they, largest they, snake native to the Americas. Oof. 17 feet? That's crazy. Yeah. Mostly live in South America, it looks like. It's reading somewhere that they're asking if they make good pets. And this place was the, 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 the answer. I don't know if, how professional of an answer it was. said... Yes, but should be should be someone over eighteen, and keep in mind that they do get super large, <laughs> and you want to have a, a reasonable amount of experience working with large constrictors before getting one. But it's kind of like the job market: how do you get experience without having one? You know what I mean? I mean, maybe you should go out into the wild and like have experience with them out there. Or do you like start? Is there like yeah. what's the smallest constrictor snake? Do you start with like the oh, smallest one, one that like can't yeah. kill you? And like you, you ha- you yeah. own that and like a dog or a cat. And if you can keep it mm-hmm. from like crushing the, your cat or dog to yeah. death, boom. Yeah, one one that can't get around around your waist and stuff to like crush you. Like yeah, maybe it hurt, hurts a couple of fingers if it gets there. But your cat should definitely be worried. Yeah, yeah, really work your way up. Yeah, I, I mean I like that. That's a lot of work though, because I mean I. I I don't. I don't know how long snakes live, but if you're gonna try to work your way up, I mean, you're either gonna have to keep getting more snakes of larger and larger sizes and keep all of them, or um, I don't know, maybe, maybe sell it to another person who's who's trying to yeah get to the large snake game. It's like an apprenticeship program, like yeah. And then then after you've got a couple snakes, there's someone younger than you who wants to get into the game. All right, mm-hmm. they take on your smallest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's got it's you got to be like in the know. You got to have like snake people. I assume if you if you own a snake, you know other snake people. It's like it's like a thing. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people who own exotic, I think of it as like like drugs. Mm-hmm. Like 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 Jeff, don't tell the cops, but drugs they're pretty cool. Yeah. 
Right? Really? Yeah. Okay. But, but... Tell me more. Everything <laughs> about drug culture is a nightmare, especially the people. It's... <laughs> <laughs> the oh, absolute like, worst. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same. It's the same with people who hold exotic pets, right? Like, yeah, yeah, sure. You might be a snake dude, and you know other snake dudes, mm-hmm. but that just makes you terrible to talk to because you just want to talk about yeah. snakes. Yeah, it's it's definitely something like you're not gonna buy and properly maintain a snake without getting so into snakes that you're gonna talk about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, or or you like know. you become one of those people who makes it like a central yeah. point of your of your personality. Yeah, instead of instead of getting a personality, it becomes a yeah, like oh, yeah. I own a snake. Ah, it's yeah. so cool. I feed it live yeah. mice. Yeah, yeah, so cool. You go somewhere, you try to fit into a conversation. You're like, this reminds me of the time that I was watching Game of Thrones with my snake. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh, your kid does that, man. My snake does the same thing. Like, I'm I'm sleep trying to sleep in on my day off, you know. But she knows that week, uh, that was the week I'd feed her. She was banging on the glass, looking at me, you know. That sounds really Stick, true to form. That you, do, you, do you know a snake person, Jeff? Because someone, Shana. someone, someone talking about like what their kid did, and then like the the snake dude. Being like, oh, this reminds me of what my snake did. It's just like my kid is so spot on for what I'm imagining. <laughs> I mean, I, I shared a room with my brother for several years, and he did have a snake. So I, I was right. technically roommates with a snake for several years. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is a community you're close to, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely snake owner adjacent, you know? Yeah. I think it was a constrictor, but it was, a, I would say, oof, it only got about, I would say, five feet long, maybe. Yeah. Never heavier than, like, <sighs> 25 pounds, maybe, tops. Yeah, you could fight it if you um, had to. If I had to, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm too, another thing about, I'm too gentle with animals. I can't direct them. Like, somebody had me ride a horse once. The horse just, you know, I thought, you know, it does the same loop. It's a rented horse, basically. They're giving a tour. It's just going to follow. It didn't. And mm-hmm. then you got to, like, kick it on its side. I was like, I'm not comfortable with that. Um, yeah. But, you know, you, you hold the snake. It's going to, it just moves where it's going to go. Yeah. It's not going to just sit in my hands. I can't. Disgusting. <sighs> uh, yeah. I, I do not vibe with animals <laughs> in general. Yeah. But. Especially not ones that are just like, I'm going to do whatever. I was like, well, then I'm actually just going to throw you outside and you're going to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you belong now. Go, go live your life without me. And, yeah. Uh, I, I do not, I am not vibing, Snake. We, <laughs> I am not vibing with you. It's, you must go outside now. Oh, shit. <laughs> these, uh, these tend to spend most of their lives in, in or around water. Dang. Yeah. Not impressed. Dolphins live in water, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, what's up? Why even yeah. make a note of this unless it's always in water? It's not. I, I don't know. care. It's not important. <laughs> they, it says they have the potential to reach high speeds while, when swimming. doesn't say how fast, but yeah, fast, fast enough to be, like, creeped out, I guess. Like, if you see a snake coming at you in the water, yeah. like, oof. Again, it should give a speed, though. 
That's true. Seems like they hang out just beneath the water surface with their, their nose sticking up and then wait for someone to come grab some water and they just, boom. That sucks. That's kind of a dick yeah. move. This is a dick move. You eat a wide variety of prey, almost anything they can manage to overpower. Yeah. I mean, I, me too, technically, I guess. Well, it's also like, yeah, animals in the wild. Like, yeah, it's got to yeah. get food. It can't go to the fucking grocery store. <laughs> like, it's going to get food where it can. Yeah. <laughs> no, it tends to strictly just eat food it can't overpower. It yeah. It gets the shit beat out of it. Doesn't it, again, though, doesn't it sound like being a scientist is real easy? <laughs> yeah. It feels like that statement was pretty on the nose. <laughs> Yeah, it goes after easy prey because it wants to expend as little energy as possible while getting as many calories as it can. Like, yeah, yeah. that applies to most animals, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Does it help you to know it's pretty fast in the water, Sean? Does that help you to know? <laughs> yeah, hey, this thing's pretty fast in the water. Well, how fast? Oh man, I oh, I couldn't even. Whoa! Like you're gonna be like whoa. I'd love to be like whoa. How fast does it go? Oh man, I don't even. Yeah. It's just like weights, though. It's just like weights yeah. near the water. <laughs> but it has to. It's like super fast in the water. Like Yeah, it's so fast. Couldn't even measure. Females give birth to live young. I just assume snakes, all snakes laid eggs. But this is like the second snake we've looked at that like just gives birth to live young. I can't even, I can't even picture it. Well, I'm sure there's videos, but... Well, I don't want to see it. I assumed that I assumed in the uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, and during that uh, kind of racially racist um, scene, when they're at the dinner and and there's like monkey brains and they mm-hmm. cut open a a cooked snake and all the babies come out. I was like, well, I don't know if I can trust this movie. It's definitely inaccurate because snakes lay eggs. <laughs> Do they hatch and then shove them back in there? No, all kinds of snakes give birth to live snakes. They should. Um I should go back and re-edit that scene to have, like, a bunch of scrambled eggs pop out. <laughs> like, yeah, you, like, cook it, and it's just, like, you know, all the eggs cook up. and Pick the shell out, yeah. But yeah. Apparently, apparently, apologies to Steven Spielberg, these, some of these snakes are having live babies, so there's, well, wriggling around in there. It does make, I don't know. Hmm, that's a good point, Jeff. I guess that scene wasn't racist. Good job. <laughs> good job, Jeff. And monkeys do have brains. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, Steven Spielberg. You, you apologies, def- apologies. You definitely depicted that culture <laughs> precisely. Yeah. Yeah. He did his research. I assumed he hadn't. Great work. What about this? How about this? Instead, they cut the snake open, and inside, mm-hmm. they've spent millions of dollars to CGI Tignataro in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a... That's, do you, do you get my culture, pop culture reference, Jeff? I learned a thing about it, and I basically <laughs> saved it to, to say on this podcast. And that's the that's the time I chose to use it. Wow! Wow! Thank, thank you. It's amazing. Thank just, you. Just want you to picture the clapping, but I don't want to do it. But that's fine. Just picture yeah. it there. Yeah, yeah. Clapping would be bad for the audio medium. Nobody would be able to hear it. So. <laughs> Some specimens maybe as long as. 36 feet, but this is unusual. Unusual or rare? It says unusual, but this is 
nationalzoo.si.edu. So who knows? Who knows? Um, hmm. A large individual anaconda might weigh 1,100 pounds, but usually it'll top out at a few hundred pounds. Okay. So just okay. anywhere. The, just, who knows? <laughs> are they giant behemoths? Or are they just... We, we don't know. Yeah. They could be super, super huge, but mostly they're not. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, thanks. Like, like Andre the Giant and Shaq. <laughs> Humans could get huge. Mostly they're not. Mostly not. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I wonder how many scientific papers they had to get published for that to be <laughs> accepted as scientific fact. Oh, hey, whoa. During mating. Oh, they're like oh. little cowboys. Males they look make like use little cowboys? No, no, no. During mating, males make use of their spurs to arouse the female. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no, it's all about pressing their cloacal regions. Yeah. Because how do you get those holes to line up? I'm not interested yeah. at all. <laughs> I will I will note we are back in the range of the reproduction section is mm-hmm. pretty it's like well let's see. Uh distribution and habitat has one, two, three, four, yeah. five, six sentences. <laughs> and reproduction has one, two, three, four, five, six paragraphs. So Yeah. 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 I mean how much can you say about where a snake lives, how it eats, you know, getting down to the nitty gritty, you know, how it, how it fucks, you know? Wow. They, they, they can stay in this position for two to four weeks. Are you reading a section about reproduction too? Yeah. Well, so like that guy, that singer, the gross, what's the singer? He's talking about singer. tantric sex. Oh, Sting. With yeah. Sting, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Little stings. Well, the position I'm talking about is a ball, so they're like, many males can often find the same female. This results in odd clusters referred to as a breed- breeding balls. <laughs> they can stay in that position for two yeah. to four weeks. It looks like a slow-motion wrestling match between males, each one fighting for the opportunity to mate with the female. Okay. That's weird. We're going to go ahead and change that. I don't want to jump ahead again, but I don't like the sound of that. I think I've seen some videos of people mimicking that, and it's not, I don't think it's great. Did you, you hear about the documentary, like, Tickle, or whatever it was? Nope. I, I keep trying to find somebody who's already seen it to see if it's worth seeing it, but it's, it's about uh, this ring of, of, of a tickle fighting ring. Um, uh, well, that, let, me st- let me stop you right there and just go ahead and say it's not worth watching. Please continue. <laughs> but it, it, it's, it turns into some giant scam. They, they use, like, videos of these guys doing this to, to, for something else. And mm-hmm. it sounds like it'd be interesting, but I don't know if I can sit through, like, the first 40 minutes of people getting tricked into, like, shirtless tickle fighting, uh, yeah. you know, or, like, clubs. I don't know. <laughs> There's so there's so many things out there to watch, Jeff. Uh, just <laughs> go know. ahead and say stay away. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it's really worth your time. But I mean, depending on how it's made and, and what happens, it could be amazing, right? No, no, <laughs> probably not. All right, I'll stay away. But 
But what? Just saying. Just saying it. It it could be it could be amazing. I don't know. It could be hilarious. Could be shocking. I don't know. I'm just. Well, all right then. You, you go ahead and watch it. But I need I need somebody I trust to have seen it and to either recommend it or tell me to stay away. I can't. I'm just living in a world I mean, where I have no information. You do your thing. All right. I just I don't need to hear about it. So when <laughs> when you watched it, I'm just don't leave you out of it. Leave yeah, leave, yeah, leave me. Mm-hmm. I've already heard enough about a tickle fighting ring. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't say whether these snakes are ticklish during during these breeding balls, but I don't think so, since they're yeah. trying to use their spurs to like gently scratch each other. Mm-hmm. So, you, can can a, can one boa not simply crush another boa or suffocate it to death? Or are they just too each too muscly? Well, like he's, they're like under they're like under the giant. They're very gentle. <laughs> Even the ones you know, most of them yeah. aren't that big. But you know, maybe they're just very gentle creatures. Yeah. Other than the parts where they leap out of lakes and rivers to grab mm-hmm. people and crush them or, to death. Or because like they're both like just just long sticks. Like it's just like how do you, how do you crush it? I don't know. I feel like if I tried to just be like a long stick to try to avoid getting crushed by one to make it easier for it to crush me, but maybe the trick is to roll into a ball and, mm. and scratch it with my spurs. <laughs> so, and, you know, between two and four weeks later, I might survive. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't... <laughs> right. next, next time I ever go hiking, I gotta remember to bring spurs just in case. In case you get into a breeding ball with a bunch of snakes and you want to compete to try to inseminate the female, well, not uh, the the well, the idea is to get away from the snakes, not not to then get romantically I mean, close to it to one after I I don't <laughs> think the other one. Don't think the snakes are gonna like <laughs> grab you and pull you in. Mm. Okay. I, th- I think you're gonna be okay. No, I, I'm saying like it might try to attack me regularly, but then if I you know. I, I use the balling up as a technique. Spurs, something you know, something they're used to, you know. Try to get out. That was all I was saying. Okay. That 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 was it. You know. Let's um. Let's remake this thing now. Then. All right. <laughs> I mean, off the bat, it's got to be either it's regular big or super big, like these places are saying. I don't want any in-betweens. It's either going to be 1,100 pounds or, like, 400 pounds. Yeah. I don't want that much variation. Yeah. I think 1,100's good. That's a nice, okay. that's a nice round number. They just, yeah. They're huge. Huge. <laughs> Makes them easy to see, yeah. too. Oh well, if I mean if we're going we're going zero or a hundred on these, then <laughs> they either live all full time in the water or they don't. Yeah, I mean that's that's good. I don't know. I, I like how it sneaks up and attacks from the water, but it being a snake and not like a fish or like a dolphin or you know, I, I well, prefer li- I prefer live on the land. I guess. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I was going to say live in the water, because I don't think dolphins have to deal with snakes that crush them, and humans do, mm. and that, that doesn't seem fair, but... 
Yeah, I suppose that's true. But I mean, let, let you know, let these animals drink water in peace. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. it's easier, easier to spot a crocodile or an alligator than a. Let's yes, yeah, yeah, so like I mean, let's say you know they live full time on land and they're huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do what do they eat then? I, th- I think it could eat the, eat the same. Anything it could overpower, I think is fine. Well, I'd like to get a little bit more specific. I know we're being more exact than scientists, <laughs> yeah. but that's the burden that we took upon ourselves when we became more powerful than God. I think, I and think, also better at his job. <laughs> yeah, I think anything that it, that doesn't get away um, when it when it jumps out of a tree to crush it, you know what I mean? Because that's an easier way to crush. All yeah, hundred pounds dropping on a deer or something. I was thinking that too, or like boars. Yeah, or like uh, you know. Maybe uh, panthers are they South America? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Mm. Just I if have no idea. yeah, they like these things. They take a long time to climb a tree because they're big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they drop on something, and if the thing mm-hmm. that it's dropping on gets away, no, eh, maybe the snake doesn't eat that week. It's got to climb back yeah. up again. But if it does, yeah. then it's probably going to break some bones when it hits this creature, and mm-hmm. then it's going to wrap around it and crush the life out of it. So yeah. Just just a eleven hundred pound sandbag just sitting in a tree. No. Waiting to drop. Do we do anything about these these mating balls or whatever they're called? What are they called? Not interested. Doesn't matter to me. That's fine. <laughs> Leave however they breed alone. We don't we they don't can, need to get into it. Yeah. Okay. They create like well, because they're all huge now, it's like mm-hmm. uh it's like a car sized ball of snakes mm-hmm. just going at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rolling down hills. Yeah, and I just think whatever they do there is their business now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So they're all going to be that big. I mean, sh- should the gestation period be longer? So the the live snakes come out bigger. Well, we could make them lay eggs. Like oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot what power we wield in this segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone's got to do it better than God did, Jeff. That's you true. know how this works. Yeah, they're gonna have, have some. It's not hard. It's not hard to do better than he did, but we still we yeah. have to hold ourselves accountable. Sorry, you go ahead You're now. Right. You're right. They're gonna have to have some pretty hard um, egg shells. Um, yeah, because they're so heavy. But that's, I'm fine with that. Well, I was thinking more like um, kind of leathery, like a football. Okay, they All have right. like football sized eggs. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. And maybe so. Then maybe they lay them up in trees. Oh, we're up there anyway. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they can have them dangle like like coconuts or something. They'd have to attach them to the tree somehow, like like the <laughs> yeah, egg give, comes give, out in goo. Give them some spider silk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't <laughs> like that idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so they come out with some extra sticky goo and you know kind of hangs in the tree and then kind of hardens a little bit. Gotta be careful. There's. There's a family of boas out here. You can tell. Look at all their eggs dangling from this tree. So then when the egg hatches, though, doesn't the snake fall? I would say that the shell is so thick that when the snake um, gets to a, a, a point where it's ready to hatch... Where it's done cooking. Uh, it, yeah. snaps, it snaps from the tree, and the fall breaks that hard shell. And then I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Like the, yeah. the snake is starting to move around in the egg... Yeah. to break out and that yeah. that's yeah oh that's good mm-hmm. that's good oh yeah I bet there's some birds that prey on the newborn snakes but we'll get mm-hmm. to that later 
when we reinvent uh, whatever species of bird, if we remember. <laughs> the problem with snakes is I feel like they're very simple. There's, there's not much to them, you know? I mean, you know? that's, you know, we can change it. We can add stuff. <laughs> the next, let's give, let's give the next snake some spider silk and maybe spider legs. All right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe super venomous. Super fast spider yeah. silk, yeah, Re- retractable spider legs, uh, camouflage like chameleon style. They have like chameleon yeah. scales; so they can blend in. Yeah, like Jurassic World, it can be invisible, basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, we put di- we put DNA in it, and that mm-hmm. did the thing. We guess. Yeah, it makes it invisible, and cool. It can cool its body temperature, so we can't even see it with the heat. It can vision. trick. It can trick humans that are extremely stupid. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I, listen. I've never been in a park with live dinosaurs, but I got to imagine if I'm that close to even an invisible dinosaur, it's gonna smell. You know, Jeff. But there's scratches on the wall, so we have to open the big door. There's no other way for a human to get in other than this giant door that the dinosaur could escape out from. Well, we got to open the door. That way, when we when we corral it back in, we don't have to wait to open the door. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> We don't have any other way of detecting these dinosaurs than looking through a window at them. So, mm-hmm. what are you going to well, do? I'm sure in the next sequel they'll they'll add a they'll add a little flower sprayer that just sprays like like cooking flour, you know, in a mist, and then it kind of can land on things. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, that's that's a dinosaur shape. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Or they could just like <laughs> look at the ground to see if it's moving. There's like big <laughs> footprint impressions. Yeah, they just do like a whole sweep, see if you trip over anything. Yeah. Better yet, why don't they just put like a cage on top of the the container, the enclosure, mm-hmm. so it like can't climb out? Uh, we're not here to reinvent Jurassic Park. That's <laughs> But these snakes might fit in if yeah. we ever do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean I feel like I feel like we've improved the, the shit out of the snake. I think though I think maybe if um I think it's maybe it's kind of hydrophobic now. Okay, right? it's afraid of water. Okay, okay. Well, I, I was gonna say if you like get a substantial amount of water on it, it like burns up and melts, like the Wicked Ooh. Witch of the West. Okay, yeah. Maybe just salt water though. Yeah, because it rains a lot. I'm assuming mm. where it lives. Yeah, in South America, it's gotta rain, right? <laughs> sure. Seems that way from movies, I guess. And I don't care to check out anymore. So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. All right. It's got to stay away from bodies of water. It can get rained on, but it cannot submerge itself in water. Yeah. Okay. Maybe make the end of its tongue kind of like a spoon then, so it can kind of ladle up more water at a time so it doesn't get its head in there. I think it's getting its moisture from the deer and the boars that it kills by smashing down onto them, and then I don't know if it swallows them whole or... I would as- I would assume. Once it crushes right. it into a nice shape, it just That's fine by Oh yeah, maybe it like coils itself up on it to kind of tenderize the meat, right? Like it's <laughs> once it's killed the thing it like crushes yeah. the body piece by piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, these things are pretty metal. <laughs> <laughs> and you know. And maybe it, it it's afraid of the water, but it, it um 
hunts near near bodies of water still anyway because that's it's, if it's getting all its uh, water from the animals it kills maybe it's going to try to do it with an animal that's got like a full stomach of water you know uh, I guess sque- squeezes it out from the inside I mean it doesn't strictly like <laughs> it doesn't have to I, I mean I mean listen I don't know enough about blood but it's got to be hydrating right I mean, just sort of all sorts of fluids in a body. <laughs> Name was... four. Blood. Uh-huh. Uh, stomach acid. Okay. Um, sweat. Sure. And uh, what is it? The Whatever's in your eyeball thing. I guess that's more of a jelly. Mm. Cerebrospinal fluid. Okay. All right. It's four. Yeah, it's all, I guess so. You always should pick a higher number, Jeff. That was so easy. <laughs> what? I don't want to pick so high that it would discourage you from attempting, you know? Why? Because if they don't attempt, then they've lost them immediately. It's, <laughs> you'll see. I'll do it to you later. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, yeah. I think good job. I don't want to. I, I mean, the egg thing was pretty cool. I yeah. like that they're really big. Yeah. Like super big. I think I think next year maybe we should pick a region. I think mm. that might make it easier. Like like we'll pick like a, a like an like a specific ecological yeah. space, and then just cycle okay. through the animals there so we can see how they interact. Because that's something we don't do. I guess as was when I'm now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, we'll come back to an animal that might be in the same region and forget about the apex predator we left there <laughs> <laughs> already, and so it can't interact well. You know. They gotta work well, together. Yeah, that's just to see, because I mean, we're doing these things kind of, you know, one by one, mm-hmm. and we're doing a great job. But yeah, you know, just fill out the whole, the, the whole ecosystem. ecosystem. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, you're making a lot of sense. I mean, I we'll just try it out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, maybe that's how <laughs> Big G did it, and that's why everything sucks. But yeah, we'll see. Maybe it's a better way to do it. It can't be worse. It can't be worse. Yeah. Can't be worse. No, you know we're refreshing it. We're, we're making it new for today's today's life. You know, these are the animals that need to be here. <laughs> Sean, for, for the movie segment, uh, I thought I thought I'd change it change it up a little bit today. Okay. Okay. I want you to treat um, the movie. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, like it's a singular movie that we then have to franchise. Okay, I okay. don't want I don't want I don't want us to to let the other movies influence us that much, you know? Because I, I I can't think the movie doesn't really speak to me like oh that's definitely the course it's going to take is that Luke Skywalker is going to uh, you know get attacked by Tusken Raiders and meet Obi Wan Kenobi, you know. Mm-hmm. His dad's Darth Vader. You know, there's plenty of places this could go. Um, yeah, it'll be really easy to forget about the other movies because they haven't like helped define <laughs> cinema culture for forty years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, those movies are great, and like, we could pull from them for inspiration. But I'm saying, gonna, episode well, one, Phantom Menace, almost has has almost no connection other than some names. <laughs> to making what made those other movies great, like when they went back to 
pretty cool that they didn't they didn't bother to uh, keep yeah. the same aesthetic or anything. Well, as long as the final trilogy remains exactly the same, because it was so good. Um, yeah, I'm not going to touch that final trilogy. Of course, okay. not no at all. Um, you're gonna you are gonna have to remind me what happened in that movie, though. I will because it feels. But don't take a long time. Give me just the okay. highlights, because you're gonna. I know you're gonna tell me about who says what to who, and I just yeah. I won't remember and I don't care. Gotcha. Okay. There's a all trade right. negotiation going on. Well, the Trade Federation has set up a blockade over yeah. a, a small planet of Naboo, and uh, the Chancellor has sent two negotiators, or Jedi Knights, that yeah. were Jedi Knights, to, uh, to negotiate. <laughs> the Fra- Trade Federation gets freaked out that they're Jedis, um, attempts to kill them. <laughs> they go to Naboo. Yeah, oh no. Run, in, run into a Gungan who has a secret society that the Naboo already know about because they already don't like each other. Um. <laughs> Wait, okay, so hold on. Let me just... Yeah. The Jedi, um, Qui-Gon mm-hmm. Jinn, and Obi-Wan, a young Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, who's technically a Padawan learner. Yeah. But the yeah. opening crawl claims they're two Jedis, and then the Trade Federation thinks they're Jedis. Well, yeah, he's a Padawan learner, but yeah. that means he's a member of the Jedi Order. And it doesn't right. matter. Right. Look. They're, they meet on a space station, right, for the talks, and then their plane gets shot down, and they have to land on Naboo, or...? No, they, they dock on one of the ships that is uh, part of the bar- uh, barricade for trade, because yeah. they're stopping trade in, to talk with the Viceroy. And the Viceroy gets creeped out, freaked out that they're Jedi, tries to kill them, and then they escape, because the next step the Trade Federation is doing is an invasion, where they send the uh, droid army to occupy the city in Naboo, the, the, the city name, I don't remember if yeah. it had one or not. It's, it's, it's like the only one that is shown. Yeah. So, yeah, they sneak off the ship into other ships that are going to, to Naboo to occupy. That's when they run into the Gungans. <clears throat> so they run into the yeah. Gungans, mm-hmm. and then they get uh, Jar Jar Binks, and they get a ship, and they go underwater? Yeah, Jar Jar, well, Jar Jar Binks owes them a life debt. Shows him the city, the Gungan city. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Goes underwater. They kick them back out because they're not going to help the Naboo with the occupation. Yeah. Give them them a ship that goes underwater. And then they they end up at Naboo. Boss Hogg doesn't like how his people were treated by the humans. Yeah. Right. I don't know. He does that thing with his jowls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I remember. That. Okay, I'm remembering more now of specifically of what you've already covered, and nothing that happens later. Um, so how do they get off? Pla- do they get off planet? They they do because they they go to look and, and get the uh, queen off the planet so she can talk to the Senate about the um, the invasion and yeah. uh, and get get help um, now by, by breaking trying to sh- fly away in her ship through the. Through the barricade, they damage the ship and have to land on a small desert planet known as Tatooine. That is, oh yeah, yeah run by the Huts. Yeah, now I yeah, and that's um, <laughs> it's like the eighth or ninth racist caricature in the film. But they meet the little flying blue guy. Yeah, I want to say Guado, but that can't be his name. W- Watto. 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 I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna Google Watto and see. Oh Google yeah, no, it's definitely Watto. Yeah, it's Watto. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I don't know what he says. No, no, do more. 
<laughs> Actually, if you could give me the rest, give me the rest in, in a water voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, you know what? That should just be this segment now. An in-universe character <laughs> summarizes yeah. the events of Recaps. the movie in which they appeared. <laughs> yeah. So they meet. Yeah. It's a young Anakin Skywalker whose mom, mm-hmm. who I Shmi, like from the other movie. Yeah, yeah that sounds pirate. right. I don't know something like that. <laughs> She she eventually becomes first mate to Captain Hook. <laughs> yeah. Um, They're slaves. <laughs> they are slaves, yeah. And it seems like the Jedi are kind of just fine with that. Well, you know, it is slavery is banned by the Republic, but the that outer limit planet of Tatooine is not controlled by the Republic. Um, so what are you going to do, I guess? Because <laughs> Anakin does ask, ask uh, Qui-Gon o- w- over dinner, like, are you here to free free the slaves? And he's like, no, I'm on a very important mission. Unfortunately, I'm not here to free slaves. And Anakin just goes, I bet you are. Yeah. What a cool thing for the heroes of our movie to do. <laughs> well, he also took his blood without his consent. He was like like helping him with like a wound or something. And he's like, and he's like, ah, what that's for? He's like, oh, I'm just checking to see if there's any infections. And that's a whole metachlorian thing. Yeah, you just wanted to see how magical the kid was. Yeah. I mean, I guess in that sense, it's good they're outside the legal jurisdiction of the Federation, (laughs) which they represent, because I don't think anywhere would be cool with, like, I'll just help myself to some of this kid's blood for tests he didn't (laughs) consent to, and couldn't because he's not of age. Yeah, I mean, the way way Qui-Gon Jinn puts it, like, this kid would already be, like, tested and put in the Jedi Order at a much younger age, in the way, like, Yoda's, like, he's too old or whatever. It makes me seem like that they just go around and be like, yep, a lot of metachlorians and this baby that was just born. I'd like you to say goodbye to it. Um, it's going to live a life of celibacy and cannot love anything. Yeah. Um, and we're going to train it. But, hey, whoa, but it will occasionally use violence to defend the beliefs of that order against the <laughs> Sith. So that's cool, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Jedi at, this, at that point believe the Sith to be extinct. And so what they mean is they've murdered all the Sith that they found. <laughs> yeah. Seems like the world is going pretty a okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm re- so they land here and they need the engine, and the only way to get the engine is to race for it because they can't afford it, and they can't mind yeah. trick the blue. They can't mind trick Watto because he's immune to it. Yeah, his 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 uh, race is immune to it. Yeah. Why don't they just kill? Like, is he immune to lightsabers? I don't think he is. I know. <laughs> I know that there's so much droid violence. And I don't think the Jedi, other than Darth Maul, who attacks them first, I don't think they they try to cut anybody down. Which is just, it's just, we're in the middle of getting attacked. Oh man, her name is Shmi. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked it up. It's really his mom's name. <laughs> George Lucas is, is really uh, an amazing writer of our time. He's, he's, he's our generation's... I want to say Shakespeare. Did Shakespeare's stuff all happen in the same universe? Uh, I don't think I don't think Shakespeare could write could have written Star Wars. I think George <laughs> Lucas is better. It's definitely <laughs> just also Luke's hand gets cut off, so that's kind of mm-hmm. like a Captain Hook thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's like we're not talking about those movies though. Oh my god, did George Lucas rip off whoever wrote Peter Pan? Yeah, I don't know who wrote Peter Pan though. <laughs> I don't know either. Feels like Disney. Did Disney write it? <laughs> they owned it for a long time. Maybe one of the people Disney owned wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And if Disney owns it, I mean, basically they didn't pay anybody the rights 
<laughs> of course of not. Stories. Oh, God, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Nah, why would I do that? Paying writers for their works, is, that hurts the bottom line, and the shareholders yeah. won't like that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You, you wrote this work? Did you spend $50 billion on computers that will make <laughs> the skin look almost real? but not real in a way that hits the uncanny valley or looks like a real person? No. Then, then you don't get to have these rights. Um, yeah, so they escape off planet. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, I said don't no, no. give me too many details, but... Yeah. Uh, oh, no, Anakin's we're already on making, Tatooine. Anakin's ma- oh, that's what I mean. They don't escape yeah. Tatooine, though. They no. got the, Anakin's making the robot... Right? Yeah, he's making a C-3PO for his mom. Out of, like, trash he finds? Yeah, I mean, that's what he's, he's, he built the pod, the pod racer the same way. Basically. Uh, and why did, like, uh, an eight-year-old build a pod racer? Well, he's the only human that can pod race. Why? Because his senses are so quick. But that doesn't explain <laughs> why he's the only human. Because pod, pod racing... Race. You gotta have fast reflexes. It's dangerous. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's the only one that's ever done it. The only human that's ever done it. Okay, well, it's a big galaxy, so that doesn't sound right. But I guess on this planet, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe specifically on Tatooine. Yeah, but, um, there uh, are yeah. other humans on Tatooine, though. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Qui Gon Jinn makes a lot of a lot of bets with other people's stuff. It's pretty great. Yeah, I'll bet you this thing that I don't have. But, I think uh, he's he's probably relying on a little lightsaber diplomacy to carry him through if he does lose. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd I'd make crazy bets like that too if I knew I could just kill with impunity with a fucking yeah. magical powers and jumping around and yeah. hitting people with my lightsword. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm I'm sorry, I, uh, I'm a Jedi of the Republic. Um, so if you have a problem with this, we can get the Republic out here, but I don't think you want that. <laughs> yeah, why did they send, like, Green Berets to a uh, trade negotiation? <laughs> yeah, they, uh, well, you know, because it was, um, was it Senator Palpatine at the time? But, yeah, they said they, yeah, is that who sent it? Let's see. Hmm. The Supreme Chancellor has secretly dispatched two Jedi Knights, mm. guardians of peace and justice in the galaxy, to settle the conflict. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little weird to send people who are just like trained fighters. Yeah. <laughs> to be your negotiators. Be a real shame if these negotiations fell through and we had to kill everyone on this ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the kid races in the thing. Finally wins. Yeah, wins the race. They get the engine. He brings the robots. Yeah. And and part of the bet, if Anakin won, um, he would get Anakin. If Anakin lost, he would give Watto the pod racer, I think. So So he he wins Anakin's freedom. (laughs) Leaves his mother behind. Um, He seems real upset about it being a real baby about it. Um, well, he's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and these these noble warriors mm-hmm. won't free his mother from slavery yeah. 
because that's not the deal they made with the brutal alien overlord he's been forced to serve, I guess, since birth. Yeah, because they could have easily just killed Watto and left with the mother as well. Yeah, yeah. But, well, so this suits their designs, though, because they don't want him to have attachments. That's true, yeah. They're like, well, you're not going to have any emotion towards your mother soon anyway. Yeah, we're going to take that away from you with, with mm-hmm. space magic. Yeah, they're like, All right. oh, it, it seems sad now, but don't worry. You, you can't yeah. love anything. Yeah, you won't feel sadness soon, so. You'll have love for the Force. You'll be able to, instead of feeling love for your mother, you'll be able to feel everything in the galaxy <laughs> with the Force <laughs> on a cellular level. It's fantastic. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> so that's the end of the movie, right? They get off planet? No, once they get off Tatooine, they they have to plead their case. And then the senator's like, nah, we need more we need more information about this. And so they go back to Naboo and then they get the Gungans to fight their war for them while they trick other people. And and then they they defeat the Trade Federation in Naboo, and that's where the where the movie ends. I mean, you get you get Yoda and Mace Windu, Windu going, yeah, we can't you can't train this kid to be a Jedi. He's he's unstable. He's he's, he's he, a lot of fear in him. He's he's too old. It's yeah. terrible. Qui Gon then then you know Darth Maul kills Qui Gon, and then Obi Wan kill well splits Darth Maul in half. Yeah. And yeah, then Qui-Gon's Qui- dying wish is to have Obi-Wan train Anakin. And then so Obi-Wan then argues with Yoda, and you're just like, fine, I guess. Since uh, this guy who was wrong wanted you to do it, and he died? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was such a problem before, but yeah, I mean. Well, when you, you know, you use the Force to not have emotions. <laughs> no one feels bad that this guy died. So then they're just yeah. like, well, all right, well, fine. We don't care. Yeah, but I mean, other than the you know twenty-five minute pod race, uh, most of most of the movie takes place um, on or orbiting Naboo. So I don't I don't know why the sequels wouldn't be heavily about Naboo. I mean, a little bit with the Jedi's, but I think mostly Naboo. Disney style will have to have like a Disney Plus show about <laughs> the Gungans. Yeah. <laughs> At least Jar Jar Binks' family that he definitely has now that he's a war hero. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Call it Commander Binks or something, you know? Maybe Coach Binks. Maybe he now he now coaches like a high school Gungan soccer team or something. Oh, I thought you were going to say he just regularly visits a bar in the Gungan <laughs> city. <laughs> and there's like some colorful characters there. You know, they have conversations. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all like Jar Jar Binks talk. They all talk like him. Mm-hmm. So that's like, oh, yeah. You know, we want to be. Yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, that's the accent of their, of their people. Yeah. Their natural language, it sounds beautiful, but their broken English is, is hard, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of many aliens that speak in broken English. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, Jar Jar Binks, he's going to be quite a beloved character, I think, you know? I mean, he's a really center plot, comedic relief. Oh, yeah. Think um, of the toys we can sell, too. Kids yeah. are going to love him. People are going to love Jar Jar Binks. Um, 
since since Michael Jackson wanted to play Jar Jar Binks so hard, do you think we get him involved as a Gungan in in the show? I mean, I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, I can think of a p- couple pretty good reasons, like Michael Jackson's dead. Yeah, so that's gonna be like tough. But I guess yeah, of the with time CGI, yeah. with CGI and also of the time. Yeah, yeah, we probably have a we probably have a lot. Um, of, of Michael Jackson's words recorded. And so I think nowadays you can really make his hologram say anything. Yeah. What a nightmare. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what about, what, what, what other characters from Naboo would, would uh, you know, I mean, Queen Amidala, she was so young. I mean, Maybe there's like a, 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 a The Crown type series. I I don't know what that's about. Crown is uh, is a, a dramatization show about the British crown, like Queen Elizabeth and everything. They they jump like years, from my understanding, in her life where well things happen. That sounds terrible, but I'm sure we could make a show about it. <laughs> Um, I mean, we're definitely going to have to have a movie around um, Obi-Wan Kenobi training Anakin Skywalker. I mean, first we're going to have to have Obi-Wan Kenobi go through what what they were calling the trials to become a Jedi Knight, right? Because he hadn't passed the trials yet. Maybe maybe the trials is, is watching your master get killed. But. No, I think the trials is killing us. If it's not, it can't <laughs> oh, be anything real yeah. peaceful. It's got to be the murder yeah. of an opposed theology. <laughs> <laughs> got to just find one of those people and kill them. Yeah, that's why there hadn't been, there hadn't been many new Jedi Knights since they assumed the the Sith were extinct. But you know, yeah. they killed one. He's he's in, and now they know there's other ones. So. All these, all these, all these Jedi Knights that have Padawan learners are out searching the galaxy for him. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. Uh, we could do like a Dog the Bounty Hunter series. <laughs> you know, it's like a Jedi Knight and a couple Padawans, mm-hmm. and they go out and find Sith and kill them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's you know, it's shot like a reality show. Mm. Now. Um, is it just like a, a, an apprenticeship where you just follow the Jedi Knight around, or there, there's got to be classes, right? I mean, I know we saw in the other ones that there were, um, you know, Yoda was teaching a class. Yeah, you just like have the kids stand around with helmets on, feeling <laughs> the Force, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then poning on people who ask simple questions about planets. Um, we saw Coruscant. Or whatever it is in in uh, in this movie, the the whole the the city that takes up an entire planet or a planet mm-hmm. that's a, a city. I mean, there's got to there's got to be some stories in there, right? I guess that's where the like, Galactic Senate meets. You know? Yeah, it sounds like a good place for uh, the Crown type situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could have like a like a West Wing style drama in there, right? Or like a like a like a Coruscant legal? Yeah. <laughs> the 
the Star Trek guy to star in it. Yeah. William yeah, Shatner. But... <laughs> we could also have a The Wire type show, right? Oh, definitely. Anything based in a city. Yeah. We could yeah. definitely do that. Friends. <laughs> Friends, yeah. Um, Ross is a hut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what are some other names of people in the Friends show? Um, Monica, Rachel, and Phoebe. We'll, yeah, but please map them to Star Wars races now. Oh, okay. Um, hey, Jeff, which of the friends do you think would be Watto? <laughs> <laughs> well, you already used Ross as a hut. Yeah, so. Ross is a hut, definitely. I've never seen friends and don't care to learn more, but... I guess Chandler would be Watto. Chandler's the Watto. Mm-hmm. Joey, Joey had his own spinoff, so he's got to he be, be like a... He'd be Jar Jar, for sure. Really? I was going to yeah. say Joey would be like a, a, a Chewbacca. Oh, okay, a okay. He'd be a Wookiee, right? He's like big and dumb. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> um, hmm. Maybe Phoebe would be C-3PO? A little boy builder. Is that canon for friends? <laughs> yeah. A little boy constructed her out of junk? Yeah. Anakin can be the um, guy that's obsessed with Rachel at the uh, Gunther at the at the uh, Central Perk. That's uh, too deep a cut for someone who asked you <laughs> the names of the main characters <laughs> on the show, where Jeff. So I hope the, that resonates with friends of fans. Yeah, Marcel <laughs> or the fans monkey. Of friends. <laughs> Marcel the monkey could be R two D two. The fat naked neighbor could be um, Bib Fortuna. Um, am I getting enough Star Wars characters? You're just having fun here now. You're just having <laughs> a little fun. This is a little fun for Jeff time, huh? <laughs> yeah. Just a little Jeff fun corner. <laughs> do they have a, in Friends, do they have like a landlord? Was it like a mean landlord who came around? And, and I don't remember any episodes. Um, no, I'm thinking of Freeze Company. Yeah, I think of yeah. Freeze Company. That's yeah, Mr. Furley or the one before Mr. Furley. I don't know their names, but definitely that would be like the uh, yeah Palpatine type. Yeah. And the, what if and we the, just what if we just really crunched it down and had like a like Palpatine owns this building and all the characters are tenants mm-hmm. in it, and it's just kind of their day to day. Just what would that look like? You know. Jeff, what Star Wars races do you think the characters of Seinfeld would be? <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me. Um, oh. Well, Jerry and George would be um, Lotto's race, right? She, oh, definitely, yeah. That's, okay. That, I don't know. Wait, is was that racist? Or is that anti-Semitic? Yeah. It feels like anti-Semitic. It it feel, it's anti-Semitic, right? Because that okay. character is like Jewish stereotype. <sighs> oh, is he? For whatever reason. Oh, yeah. Oh okay. Oh, it's it's almost as bad as the as the uh, bankers and Harry Potter being whatever the fuck those things are supposed to be. The, the goblins. The, goblins. Yeah, no, yeah. that was that was a nightmare. That was like <laughs> that. That watching any scene like that triggers my fight or flight response. That's how bad those scenes are. <clears throat> no, we just have to go get your money from the bank. And here are all the bankers with their big noses <laughs> yeah. clutching to their wealth. Yeah. And they wield all right. the secret power in our world. It's like, yeah. oh, whoa. Yeah. No, it's no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not a job you can apply for and be of any any magical race. 
It's a specific <laughs> race that loves money. <laughs> Big noses. It was so. Oh man. And then and then they didn't cancel uh, J.K. Rowling for like a decade after that. Yeah, um, no, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> that was cool. That's culturally appropriate. Yeah. Anti-Semitism. Okay. Everyone was Yuck. just chill with it. <laughs> Everyone just saw that scene and was like, "Yeah, that makes sense to me." No, oh, yeah, definitely. Of course. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, I guess uh, I guess Elaine would be from Naboo. I don't know. Are those the only <laughs> Star Wars races you know? <laughs> this sounds kind of Alderaan. Alderaan, yeah, yeah. Those are just people, though, right? Because yeah. Kr- Kramer could be a Gungan. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Spot on. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> I think the hut or is a family name, so I don't even know what alien Jabba is. He's Jabba the Hut. They're huts. The, I thought huts were or, uh, like a family name, like a crime family name. I'm gonna search on a website right now called Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and we're gonna find out together because I don't know. Okay. Huts were a large, slug-like, sentient species. That's the name no. of the species. Mm-mm. Are you telling me that? Oh, mm-mm. no! Come on. They, uh, excuse me. Someone they were native. Up. They were Someone native up. to the planet Nal Hutta. No, I'm sorry. This isn't canon. Come on. Wikipedia is definitely can- this is this is they so track canon sources. I'm sorry. So it's like so we'd say Chewbacca the Wookie. Yeah. If he was a gangster. Well, no. Jar Jar the Gungan. Well, it sounds like the Gungans have surnames. He's Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Maybe if that's oh, his species, please. there's not a lot of other species that look like the Huts. You could just call him Jabba and you'd be like, Oh, that's a that's a hut species. It's it's a crime family name. It's it's not a species. can anyone edit Wikipedia? It kind of looks like it, but I bet. Okay, because I will. I am going to go on a rant. This is no tonight on Wikipedia. This under is probably je, under the huts strictly controlled by nerds like me, mm. but they care about Star Wars, where I care about wizards. Where yeah. they're not gonna, they're not gonna see it for days. No, so the Hut Clan Crime Syndicate is mm-hmm. uh, it's is a thing. The all, Hut Clan, also all huts known are gangsters. as gangsters. No, the Hut Clan, also mm-hmm. known as the Hut Cartel, and sometimes simply as the Huts, mm-hmm. was one of the most powerful crime families in the galaxy around the time of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's the name of the species, and apparently the name of the gang, and the name of the five Hut families. That's like... That's like if... That's Why like is this article Capone's, so long? What, 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 where did they get all this? What, how much do we know yeah, about huts and why? A lot, apparently. <laughs> that would be like Al Capone's gang being the Italians. Oh, that's Al. That's Al the the Italian. He's part of the Italian family. But don't didn't gangsters like I'm Jimmy Triggerfinger? Yeah, right. See? But instead of that, they would all be the Italian. That's pretty funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is like that, and that's pretty that's, funny. That's like instead of the Yakuza, it would be like the J- but, Jap- Jap- the Japanese. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know. Mm. I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like but, it. 
you got to think this is a, a galaxy. Yeah, and this was a long time ago. You know? So you got to think about the time too. That's a great point. I was gonna say there's a lot of like species, yeah. so you want to mm. distinguish, right? Yeah. So why I, not just like person's name, the thing that they are? What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. I guess I. It just makes it worse for me. I, I feel like now this is what ruined Star Wars for me. This is it. This is it, and not the many overt <laughs> representations of... Okay. All right. Yeah. This this is... It's terrible. Whoa, huts could live for centuries. Jabba was 604 years old when he was killed. Wow. That really makes it less impressive that, that uh, Princess Leia was able to strangle him to death. Yeah, no wonder. He was fucking geriatric. What? Yeah. <laughs> Killed an old man. He looks. He look, they look more humanoid when they're in their twenties and thirties. You know, <laughs> he really let himself go. <laughs> Dang. I'm learning a lot reading this Wikipedia article, and I know yeah. that the podcast is suffering, but I don't mm. really care. I'm fascinated that we know so much about the huts. <laughs> Here's here's a picture. I can't. I haven't. But the caption says Zero the Hut brought before mm-hmm. the Grand Hut Council, and it's just a hut in front of a council that someone drew up. And I don't know why. I don't know why this guy's important. <laughs> but he's important that someone made art of him in front of the Hut Council. What if you found out that every other hut wears clothes except for Jabba? Like it's just hey, the other ones oh, are all dressed up. Hey Jeff, here's the crazy thing: this dude's wearing clothes. This dude's wearing. I don't know. It, I mean, it looks like clothes. Maybe he's just tattooed. Oh, now that I look, it looks. He looks mm. like it's body paint. Oh, okay. Maybe he's like he's got an OnlyFans, and the mm-hmm. council is like, "You're shaming us." <laughs> is he selling? Um, is he selling uh, hut bathwater? I'd buy it. Um, <laughs> looks no. Oh well, one of the huts he's talking to is smoking a pipe as well. Wow. This is um. Oh, here so we they, go. The Republic. No, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. This okay. is this is a hut fan cast now. <laughs> the Republic senator Padme Amidala mm-hmm. also foiled a plot by Jabba's uncle Zero to overthrow mm-hmm. his nephew with the collusion of the Confederacy of Independent Systems. What? Wow. I gotta watch the Clone Wars. <laughs> what is that? Where? Let me check the citation to see if that's where it's from. It's the Clone Wars film. I thought it was just a cartoon series. No, it's the cartoon movie. Oh, shit. They also got a movie. Okay. I I mean, if it's all about the huts, I, I think I'm in. I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but later in the war, the renegade Sith Lord Maul approached mm-hmm. the Grand Hut Council on the planet of Nalahada to offer them a place in his shadow collective. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, yeah. And instead of this shit, they decided to make a movie about young Han Solo, where we learn yeah, how he stays named Han Solo. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't have a, I don't have any family. <laughs> Solo. Then you are Han <laughs> the Hutt. <laughs> that was, that was kind of the most relatable scene, though. Like a bureaucrat just like, 
someone's like in the middle of something trying to get away and you're just like, ah, ah, whatever, solo, get get lost, get fucking lost. I need to stare off into space until honestly, my I, fucking I wish, job's over. <laughs> honestly, I wish that was more of the side of the empire we get to see instead of everyone being like cartoonishly evil. Yeah. It's just like people bored. Just it's just like detached bureaucrats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are just like they're caught in a system and they just yeah. don't care, so it just they just let shit happen. Uh, here are my lucky dice. Hold on to them. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. We go way <laughs> off not topic. It's, no, it's not. Um, but yeah, we have a whole whole uh, well of. Hut stuff to pull from for movies. I mean, yeah, a whole planet now. Hutta, <laughs> you <laughs> think it people, was destroyed like Mandalore? Where where huts can be dragged before the hut guns? What a stupid universe! So stupid. Java, you've come before the Council of Crimes Against Humanity. How could you? <laughs> All right, so we do a legal procedure where a, a, a hut is dragged before the hut council and has to has to answer for his crimes <laughs> for a crime he didn't commit. Yeah, he's being framed by a Sith Lord. Oh man. I have to get away from Wikipedia. <laughs> Fucking. I don't know. I was just gonna ask if 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 there's a whole backstory with Watto's. Uh, I'll go right back in, Jeff. I don't. Sam <laughs> give myself an aneurysm trying not to laugh. All right, what do we need to? I'm at Watto's Wikipedia page. What do we need to know? I just, I just, I. Uh, what's his, what, what's his race called? I mean, you know, do they have a planet? Okay, here we are. Uh, let's see. He's a Toydarian. Ooh. Let me go ahead and click on that to find out what they are. They're a sentient winged species from the planet Toydaria. Uh, so let's see. In addition to their ability to fly, Toydarians were physically defined by their long snouts, wink wink, and webbed feet. Could resist mental manipulation from the Force. During the Clone Wars, they were ruled by King... Katunko? I don't know how to pronounce most of the bullshit, you know, oh, yeah. names, but... They were neutral during the Clone Wars before they eventually sided with the Galactic Republic, so probably some of them had to give up slaves. Dang. Um, so, yeah, their planet's called Toydaria. Hmm. Um, I'm not seeing if there's a council that they can be dragged in front of <laughs> for crimes against their race. No, no other famous Todarians. I'm not seeing any. Wow. Uh, Walisi was a Todarian merchant during mm. the Imperial era. However, Walisi went on to be kidnapped by Wrecker, who got him, who himself was a Todarian. All right, so we got two. Unlike Walisi, Wrecker was a mercenary leader, having been hired by the surviving Night Sister Jersera to kidnap Walisi and steal the tragic hope, an artifact that can. Nardithi Night Sisters Nardithi Cluster before the wow. merchant could sell. There's a lot of links in here too. Holy so this shit. this rabbit hole goes 
I think the rest of the year might be. Let's just fucking surf Wikipedia. <laughs> um, oh, and Zabaka, a female toy Darian, owned a toy shop in Blackspire Outpost on Batu. Batu, okay. Oh, you're curious. Let's see. Batu was a remote <laughs> terrestrial planet on the edge of the galaxy's outer rim territories, Jeff. Mm. Okay. It's, it's, it's in the Batu system of the Trilon sector. Oh, right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I think George Lucas was a demon sent by the devil <laughs> to, to create these masterwork torture pieces on the internet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just, how did he do it? How did, how did he think of so much? I, I mean, I think he just didn't. <laughs> and then other people ran with it. Mm. Like D-list sci-fi writers. <laughs> Got wings and webbed feet and long noses. Yeah, <laughs> long noses. Hey, if I just Google Watto, I, mm-hmm. there's an article here from JewishCurrents.org titled, If You Prick Watto, Does He Not Bleed? So let's go ahead and see mm-hmm. what this has to okay. say, I okay. guess. I would assume he does. I mean, I assume most Star Wars characters have blood, but... Well, not the droids, unless something's terribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't even, like, oil in C-3PO, because they tore him apart. And, like, how do those parts move around with that oil? Uh, some nonsense space bullshit, I'm guessing. <laughs> <clears throat> well, actually, the metal in, in circuitry that they're made out of is um, it's naturally lubricant. It, it, it doesn't actually, uh, there's not a lot of friction between those metals. That's why they're able to have cybernetic hands so easily. Um, I'll, I'll, if, don't even tell me to look up C3PO on Wikipedia. We might have to save that for the next app, okay? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think we're going, the middle segment is going to be deep dives on uh, specific Star Wars characters. <laughs> You're finding out whether their joints are lubed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some, somebody with a with a three page article with several links explaining why a character is not dumb. Yeah, and how cool <laughs> they are. Yeah. Damn. So here's here's how one of the paragraphs starts in this article on if you prick mm-hmm. one, does he not bleed? The Phantom Menace was a real missed opportunity, not only to launch a provocative critique of antebellum galactic political economy. Mm-hmm. Yikes. But to give a nuanced portrayal of a stigmatized provincial merchant just trying to get by in a corrupt system he didn't create and can't control. Okay, so this guy's a Watto mm. apologist. <laughs> Actually, it shows the struggles of, of, of the Jewish people, and um, they're caught up. It's, it's actually not an not a vi- offensive character at all. Uh, it, it uses that as, as a way, to, as a kind of a mirror to society. Whoa, that's, that doesn't seem that far f- <laughs> That doesn't seem that far from the truth, Jeff. I think you just peeled back this guy's soul. Yeah. I think he and I would be friends. I think you guys would be friends. Let's. <laughs> the Attack of the Clones, a fully grown Anakin returns to Tatooine in search of his mother. There he finds an older, kinder Watto who appears happy to see the former slave. Uh, what do we make of this Watto? Perhaps he is genuinely pleased to see his former slaves go on to live better lives. Although there is no excusing his past, this is a Watto who seems less a villain and more a representative figure of a society where survival comes mm. at a moral cost. 
He may not be quite Shakespearean, but the forlorn Watto Star Wars leaves us with is enough to make this Jew feel a pang of empathy for a root- fellow rootless cosmopolitan in a galaxy okay. far, far away. Watto apologist. Yeah. Yeah. He loved Star Wars so much as a kid that um, that he, he, he's doing anything to uh, to rationalize. Um, yeah. <laughs> the the sheer betrayal George Lucas had by uh, by making Jewish caricatures in his movies. It's fine. <laughs> it's he it, he can he can like that movie. He can he can like Watto. Um, I have to got to live his life. I got to close that Wikipedia. It's getting too it's getting <laughs> too funny. Too much. Too much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt myself. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess we have to make an old Watto series, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, um, yeah. I don't know. Are there even TV shows that are, like, focused on Jewish culture? Uh, I want to say no. I mean, Seinfeld, but that was that's not on anymore. Yeah, I don't know that Seinfeld focused on Jewish culture. I <laughs> know. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I definitely think they're they're underrepresented in in movies and films and TV. Well, we're gonna give the author of that article a great one when he gets to watch Watto buy and sell slaves. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of a corrupt system, Sean. Okay. Yeah, I know it's. What's survival in this galaxy comes at a moral cost, I guess. Do? I get... Not not run a junk shop with slaves? What about his competition? They have slaves. They're going to out-shop him in those parts. He's going to um, clean those parts by himself? What, is he going to have Going to have droids do it? No. Look, you need a human slave. I don't want to spoil things for you, but having skimmed Wada's Wikipedia entry... Mm-hmm. There is a bit about what happens after he sell after he loses Anakin in that bet and then sells me, oh. and he has to take on all the work himself. Uh, I don't want to get into it. This isn't the Watto show, it's, although pretty much it is now. <laughs> in a in a universe, Sean, mm-hmm. where there are droids, and we can get into the whole thing about whether they have um, souls or or just consciousness, their own thoughts. Because they have those things in them that make them compliant that you remove in another movie, but yeah, in a world where it's there are a, droids, it's called, excuse me, it's called a restraining bolt. Please yeah. continue. <laughs> restraining bolt in a world where there are droids, where an, an eight-year-old can build one out of spare parts, where there are droids that you have to hit with a nose that are in his shop that that fix and work on pod racers. Mm-hmm. The fact that he has to own a being a, a, a humanoid or otherwise as a slave in this universe is almost unforgivable well maybe yeah because I was going to say like maybe the huts have strict laws about owning mm-hmm. robots like they recognize the sentience and sapience <laughs> of, robots. of robots but not humans <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh yeah you can definitely own a human as a slave because that's yeah. when you talk about aliens that's the kind of things you could get mm-hmm. into of course, Star yeah. Wars doesn't, because that's not really what it's designed to do. But Yeah. Do we see any slaves that aren't humanoid? I don't think so. I'm sure we do. I don't I don't, know. I don't think the show really focuses on any of it, though. Any mm. of the movies. Mm. You, I, you're going to have to watch The Clone Wars, I guess. 
I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> I don't know what we did there, but it's done. We did it. It's done. What's the, what's the next part? Um, the next part, we, 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 we got rid of candy, so we're trying to figure out what else to do. And, and mm. uh, this is so last minute. I thought, what if we did uh, a segment on, on vegetables? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so yeah, I want to learn more about a vegetable and see if it, if it makes me want to eat it again. Because, you know, I'm not going to eat Jeff, any, any vegetables that I can think of. Uh, well, yeah, because I once, we, you and I once went shopping <laughs> specifically for vegetables yeah. to cook them and see if you would eat them. And you didn't really like any of them except, I think, parsnips. Yeah, everything we got was gross. Um, that's, no, that's not true, but... <laughs> But will learn will learning more about broccoli make me make me want to eat it because I know it smells and and tastes like a fart and is slimy. But is it good? Yeah, broccoli is very good. <laughs> I guess if you were just looking for an answer to that question, real quick. <laughs> sure, we can we can look at a we can look at a vegetable. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Do you want to look at broccoli? Let's look at broccoli, okay? Now, broccoli is not, not natural, from what I'm remembering. Is that, is that right? I, I don't know. I, I, now, this could be lies that I've been told, but I'm pretty sure it was engineered between, like, cauliflower and something else. Well, that's a lot of plants are, like, they didn't just sprout <laughs> from the ground as themselves. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of adaption and changing and... You're saying this one is like a specific humans made it? Uh, yeah, I think like, I think I think somebody specifically bred it, but I don't know. Okay. And the breeding of yeah, land, it's got its origins in it's got its origins in primitive cultivars grown in the Roman Empire and was most likely import, improved via artificial selection. Hmm. Okay, so it was like a thing, and then they're just like. Kept making it out of the good good stuff. Yeah, it looks and yeah not, like they not planting things that look kind of gross. Yeah, okay. like it was selected for whatever reasons, looks mm. or taste, or and then they cross tried crossbreeding it with stuff to try to improve those things. None of this is going to tell you about the taste though. Well, I know what it tastes like. It tastes like a fucking wet fart. It doesn't taste like a, no broccoli goes with like everything. It's so good. It's disgusting. It's so good. The perceived bitterness of of uh, vegetables such as broccoli varies from person to person. The functional underpinnings of this variant are not known, so maybe maybe I just <laughs> maybe I have special taste buds. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> that, convenient, that, that isn't gross. it? It's a it pretty convenient reason pretty for not convenient. liking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Some research reports that the gene TAS2R38 may be responsible for the bitter taste perception in broccoli. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, could just could just be me, my my extra sensitive palate, you know? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know though. I'm not convinced. <laughs> Broccoli um, is, let's see. Oh, it has a reputation as a superfood thing that doesn't really exist. So cool. 
<laughs> but they're low in calories. This food? Sup- super. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to follow this link. It says, why is broccoli not good for you? Yep. In general, broccoli is safe to eat, and any side effects are not serious. I mean, <laughs> the most common side effect is gas or bowel irritation. Uh-huh. Because there are high amounts of fiber. Do you, do you find that true? Do you get gassy if you eat broccoli? Not really, but mm. I, I've eaten broccoli pretty consistently for a long time. So I might just be adapted to it now. Um, how, how do you, how do you usually prepare and eat broccoli? Um, so I get like frozen broccoli a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So I'll, might I just put it in a pot with some water and boil it up. Um, frozen broccoli is already like cut up in like florets or something. Yeah. I get the broccoli florets. I don't really mm. like the stems and stuff. Um, okay. So that's fine. But if I get just like a head of broccoli, you can just like chop it up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And then do like a little oil, salt, and pepper, or maybe add some garlic in and roast it if you'd like. All right. Okay. I'm not a fan of garlic, but. Oh my God. So the. <laughs> garlic is amazing. How do you not Ugh. eat garlic? It's disgusting. Oh my God. You're such easy That's... prey for vampires. I know. <laughs> I don't like any, any taste to linger in my mouth. I like to have the. I like to eat it and it'd be done with. It's over. You know what I mean? Really? I guess. Garlic. I don't like spicy stuff for the same reason. I don't need my tongue to feel the sensation of the of the spice after after I've eaten the food. It's over. Gave it all you could. Why why is there shit it feels like there's residue on my tongue. I can't I can't do it. Um you don't like the stems, so you you just eat the top branches of the broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Generally, I mean sometimes, you know, Especially during the pandemic, they didn't always have mm. the frozen bags of the broccoli florets. So I just get the chopped broccoli or whatever that sometimes had stems, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Mm. Can you eat it raw? I mean, that's how I like carrots. I don't know if I've ever eaten broccoli raw. You can. It's not my favorite way to eat it because it's very chewy. <laughs> Gotta really spend some time with it, but mm. yeah, you can. I find any amount of cooking to broccoli makes it very slimy. That super sounds like you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if I was roasting it, like you were saying, it wouldn't it wouldn't get slimy. Yeah, I hope it wouldn't. If it does, there's something there's something else that's wrong. <laughs> and it, it do you agree that it smells disgusting? No, I think it smells good. I think there might be something wrong with you if you think it smells good. I think you, I actually think there's something wrong with you if the way you make broccoli always makes it slimy and stink <laughs> like farts. That sounds like something you're doing to the broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I, I haven't cooked broccoli a lot. I've eaten broccoli on a, on very rare occasions, and it's um, never a pleasant experience. Is it something you have to get used to? Like a lot of things, people are like, "You oh, you'll love it. You just have to like." not like it for like a month and then it's like amazing. I don't I don't think so. Mm. I'm not usually down with that stuff either. Like just yeah. keep punishing yourself for a long time and you'll adapt. Yeah, your body will <laughs> begin to associate that with something good. Yeah, I don't um, really I'm not into it. Okay. But it it that keeps mentioning that it's bitter. Do you find it bitter? 
Uh, no. I don't know what they mean by bitter. I think raw, it can be a little bitter if you're just okay. biting into it. But, like, yeah. I don't know. It's not. It just tastes like broccoli. Because yeah. I'll I'll I've eaten rhubarb raw, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of a bitter, sour thing. Yeah, I was going to say, but that's also... I mean, it, yeah. It's almost like plant candy, though, so it's like... I was going to say, it's also kind of sweet, even though it's a little bitter, right? Yeah. I thought Wikipedia would have a lot more about broccoli, but... <laughs> they don't. They don't. Um, yeah. They're cool weather crops that do poorly in hot summer weather. So you I, glo- global warming w- would hurt hurt the broccoli? Yeah. And I, I empathize. I also am a cold weather person who does not do well <laughs> in the heat. One of the common parasites to them are cabbage worms. So, well, that's why you cook it generally. That's <clears throat> one of the... <laughs> I, I, there's not many things that I'll eat raw where animals could hide inside them. So uh, That's probably smart, you know? Thanks. I thought so. Broccoli is is just from Italy. That's I did not know that. But I guess is broccoli an Italian word? That's a great question. I also don't know. Mm. Try saying it with an Italian accent right now. A broccoli is that is that an Italian <laughs> accent? It's offensive. <laughs> I didn't realize it was it was a part of the cabbage family, but that makes sense from Italian plural of. Broccolo, or cabbage sprout head. Okay, yeah. So it's an Italian word. Yeah. Does that make you want to eat it more, though? I mean, it's if it's more European, I mean, I guess. It's, it's fancier. Oh, okay. I yeah. see. Yeah. I don't feel cool eating it. Um, no. I. You know what? Is learning about vegetables not going to want to make me eat a vegetable? <clears throat> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I don't. I don't. I don't know what would make you want to eat vegetables, Jeff. Yeah. I tried. I did what I could. Yeah. Like every, a lot of people love broccoli. There, it's the good. It's a very popular vegetable. You ever eat kale? Uh, yeah, I eat kale. I'll, I'll eat. I'll eat the. I'll eat the the shit out of kale. Kale's pretty fact, good. Yeah, the fact that it's it's hard to chew doesn't bother me. The fact that it's slightly bitter doesn't bother me. All right. <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I had a I had a salad that was just kale and and uh, and like croutons. It was a kale Caesar salad. Have you ever had like kale chips? Like you'd take the kale and mm-hmm. some oil and yeah. salt and pepper on it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, kale's good. I, I'm a fan of kale. I think. All right. Um, I'll eat spinach, for sure. I'll eat a pea. <laughs> I bet you'll eat a pea. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember liking lima beans, but haven't had a chance to eat a lima bean in over a decade. So. Oh yeah, I mean, how could you get a chance to eat a lima bean? I mean, I'd, have, I'd have to go find them, make them. You know. Yeah, a grocery store. I mean, not a lot of those. Yeah, not a lot of places are are putting lima beans on the menu. Oh, but the grocery store, you can just go buy them? Hmm. <laughs> You're not making a lot of sense. They don't put <laughs> them know. 
They don't put them next to the ice cream or potato chips, so I never find them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a whole section that's like just vegetables with some fruits in, mm. for color. You should check that section out. It's pretty, Give it a it's shot. pretty good. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you don't even recognize that broccoli smells like a fart is somewhat offensive to me. It doesn't smell like <laughs> a fart. It's so weird that you think it smells like a fart. I'm going to have to Google this. Why does my broccoli smell like a fart? Okay. Mm. So find out what that guy likes to eat for vegetables. And you'll have someone who's kind of on your wavelength. They have high contents of sulfuric, sulfuric compounds like hydrogen sulfides as compared to other vegetables. Um, hydrogen sulfide is the same gas compound that gives flatulence its signature unpleasant odor. Is broccoli bad if it smells like a fart? Um, but broccoli is also high in sulfuric compounds, which, yeah. Right. It's got the same stuff that makes farts smell bad in it, so. All right. Maybe, Sean, have you ever thought maybe you like the smell of farts? That, hey, that could be it. I just love <laughs> eating up farts. Love boiling them up. <laughs> I mean, maybe, have you ever thought that your your process mm. of sniffing up your own farts before other people could smell them made you more <laughs> sensitive to the smell of farts? I refuse to talk about that on this podcast unless I get my entire theory out, which we don't have time for right now. <laughs> You'll have to cut this out then. <laughs> have to fucking edit this out. I refuse to edit. No. Well, sniff it up. A related search to my search is why do we fart before we poop? So a lot of smart people. Um, oh yeah, a lot of smart people. Yeah, a lot of real, real fucking. This question. Yeah, yeah, a lot of real fucking brainiacs doing deep dives on fart smells. <laughs> Bunch of fart scientists out here. This is this has been the Heads Up Podcast with Jeff and Sean. Uh, Jeff. I'm Sean. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the rest. I don't know what the other thing is. Yeah. Oh, we're we're uh, we're popping off. Toodles. <laughs>definitely not a job you can apply for and be of any any magical race it's a specific <laughs> race that loves money <laughs> big noses it was so oh man and then and then they didn't cancel uh, jk rowling for like a decade after that yeah no um, it was cool it was cool that was cool <laughs>